Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. Melissa, thank you for agreeing to come on to the summit. We're so glad to have you here sharing your modality with the world. It's so fantastic. I like to start us off with talking about in your general practice and your clients that you see, what shifts are you starting to see with, you know, how we are as a nation with our health? And we're talking not just physically, but mentally and spiritually too. You know, there are definitely shifts that are occurring. And I think the mental, physical, and spiritual aspect of that, they're all intertwined. What I'm really seeing is clients are coming in and they, the stress is really getting to them, right? In addition to, you know, whether it's the news or social media, there's so much information coming at everyone and there's a lot to process. Mm -hmm. And then we have the piece of be careful what you do. Be careful what you say. Be careful, you know, when you leave the house, do you have your mask? Have you washed your hands? You don't want to say that. Listen right now and learn. And and all of these messages are important, but it can start to create this hypervigilance and increase our fear, Mm -hmm. right? And so then our nervous system gets triggered into this fight, flight, freeze Mm -hmm. response, right? It's going, this is scary. We need to stay alive and survive. What do we do? And so it starts with this mental aspect, right? The stories that we can create in our head, the judgment, the criticism. Did I do that right? Did I do that wrong? Did I just put someone at risk? Mm -hmm. You know, am I doing my best? Oh my gosh, all I wanted to do was wear my comfy pants and stay in my (laughs) slippers today and not work. You know, I'm going to feed my family. Woohoo. Great. Right? Like it's really, there's a lot going on in our head and that chronic stress is really starting to take a toll. So I've seen my clients come in with brain fog and feeling like they suddenly have attention deficit disorder or, you know, memory issues. You know, I've even had a couple of clients come in and say, do I have a brain tumor? I think I may have a brain tumor. 
Right. And that's, you know, I'm sitting there going, I really don't think we have a brain tumor, right? Like, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a doctor, but I don't. But when we look at the mental aspect and how our brain and our mind is being bombarded, mm-hmm. it starts to affect our mood, but then mm-hmm. it starts to affect our body as well. Right. Right. So how is that mental piece affecting the physical body? So what I am seeing is that, as we said earlier, that survival mode, right? The nervous system being triggered and turned on and that hypervigilance really causes us to be more reactionary. Oh, yeah. And so we are hyper aware and we are reacting left and right. And that could cause more frustration, agitation, a short fuse, and anger. <laughs> but when we look at that, so that then affects depression and anxiety and then affects our sleep, <laughs> which then that affects our memory and our attention and finding the words we want. Or we walk into a room and go, why am I here right now? What was I doing? Oh my goodness. And as that chronic stress from the judgment and the stories and the thoughts and the beliefs that feel true, although they're not necessarily true, but they feel so powerful and strong, our body physically starts to react. Right. And so it goes, okay, well, wait a minute. I need to fight or flight or flee this scary situation. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we're in this. Right. We're not going anywhere. Right. Like, we literally aren't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And so that chronic stress, as I mentioned, it, it affects the mind and the stories and our mood, but then it affects our physical body. You know, first it can affect our heart because when we're getting ready to run away or to, you know, fight, our heart pumps mm-hmm. harder and more to get the blood flow mm-hmm. through the body so we can escape. Mm-hmm. But that puts so much stress on our heart. Mm-hmm. Chronically, over time, that can really wear the heart down. And it can lend itself to heart challenges, blood pressure, strokes, and heart attacks. Right. Right. And this is when it's chronic. And there's so much that we can do about this. Yes. But it's the awareness. And then it can affect our digestion and our gut. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, we need more fuel, we need more glucose if we're going to run away, if we're going to fight and protect ourselves and everyone we love, mm-hmm. well, then we need more fuel. And glucose is one of the, the, the biggest fuel area that we can give to our brain. Mm-hmm. So then we're eating more and we're gravitating to more sugar. And then we're lending ourselves to having, you know, higher blood sugar levels and getting on that roller coaster. Right. And that can lead to diabetes over time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, or just chronic stress leads to increased inflammation. Right. And that increased inflammation over time affects our immune system. Right. Right now, we want a strong immune system. Well, anytime. Right. 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 And so when we look, it's like, wow, there is such a connection between our mind and our body and how our thoughts and beliefs and stories can really start to affect us physically in the moment. 
but then over time as well. Right, right. You know, um, there's a, a story I want to share here. Um, because as you, it's funny as you talk, I remember stories, but you know, you are talking about reactionary and I equate now this is different because we're talking in a physical sense, but, but hear me out. When I owned businesses, I talked to my administrative team and my management teams in terms of, we don't want to be spending our days going around putting out fires. You're not leading. You're not making decisions. You're not doing things that are productive to the growth of the business, the growth of your employees, the growth of our customer experience, if all we're doing is putting out the fires. So we can equate that to our body too, right? So if all we're doing is reacting to the signals our body is giving us, we're not able to contribute to the growth of our body, the health of our body. That's exactly it. And, you know, there isn't any conscious choosing when we're reacting. Right. So in reality, it's almost as if we're just treading water. Right. Just doing our best to keep our head above water. Right. And sometimes I see my clients, they come in and I'm like, oh, dear, how you doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, are you in there? And so, you know, that's the key is recognizing that, oh, wait a minute. Yes. I could be just bounced around like a little pinball in a pinball machine or I can stop and go, wait a minute, what is it that I need? How can I nourish my mental and physical body right now mm-hmm. so that I am more present, so oh. that I'm not being you know, reactive, but I can be proactive. And this does, I mean, it takes practice. Right. Sometimes we're better at it if we're really exhausted. We're more apt to be reactionary and feel like we have to put out the fires. And then when we have more, you know, energy, it's a little easier at times. And so that's why it's so important to have practical tools that we can play with and find what works for us. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, we're just going to cause another kind of overwhelm. Right. So I know you've developed a technique, um, you know, to really help us get that tool to use. Um, and, and this is going to truly create that healing environment, not just physically, but mentally and all, you know, around for us. Can you talk into that? Yes. So what I found I needed to do, and I'll share that story, and what really benefited clients was first checking in, you know, just giving ourselves the permission to stop or to pause, right? And a pause doesn't have to take long. That can be three breaths. That could be the time it takes to wash our hands properly, right? <laughs> you know, this is no big, we don't have to make this huge. Right. And in that check-in, I share the ABCs. Okay. You know, ABCs of, of mindfulness. And when I say mindfulness, I'm really talking about being present in the moment without judging or criticizing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get pulled out of the moment. And when we realize we bring ourselves right on back as best as we can. Right. Right. And so awareness is the A. 
let's be aware, right? Let's listen and check into our body. You know, it's okay to feel sad or hungry, but what type of hungry is it? Sometimes we're not hungry for food. We're hungry for a hug or we're hungry for laughter, right? Or we might really be angry and those are okay, but let's check in and name them, right? right? Acknowledge them. Because when we name things, what we find out is that in functional MRIs, they have found that the brain does not get overwhelmed or light up as much when we do go, oh, I see you, sadness, Uh, right? It gives us a little room so we can make more choices instead of reacting. Nice. And then the B is be with it. Breathe. Be with that. Don't try to push it down. Don't try to shove it in a cabinet and close the door and lock it away because that in itself can cause chronic stress. And when we really push things down in our body, our body physically has to deal with that. And that can be way too much and it can provide little seeds that can make you sick over time. Right. Right. And the C is consciously choose. Right. If we can take that little pause, then we can choose what would make this better for me? What are the options here? Right. I think of this as our little switching lane instead of blaming or, you know, finding fault or the criticism or the judgment. We can really go to a place where we're curious and we can engage. And when we ask questions, it just changes the energy of the situation. Right. And so choosing, like, wow, I feel so tired right now, for example. Right. right? If someone were to say that and to go, wait a minute, you know, I have 15 minutes before my next meeting. I'm going to go for a five minute walk really quick. Mm -hmm. And that can just be one of those tools in your personal toolbox, knowing that a five minute walk will just perk you up and clear the brain fog Mm -hmm. and give you a minute to check in and go, what's going on? Oh, I'm nervous about that talk I'm going to do. Or, oh, I feel really sad that my poor child didn't get to go to camp this week because it was canceled. Or, you know, oh, I've got so much to do for work. Right. And overwhelming myself instead of going, pick one thing. Right. Pick one thing. Right. Right. And so those ABCs just help us get a little space to reflect and then choose proactively so we can respond instead of react. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. 
Ah, uh, I love that. And, and I mean, that just simplifies it. And again, it's that practice, you know, doing it repeatedly over and over where this becomes a habit. So that when you really need the tool, you're so used to doing it that you're going to immediately go to that. When um, so many of my speakers, when we talk, they've got a personal story of, you know, we, we do what we do because we've had a major health shift of our own. Is that the case for you too? It is. I think we <laughs> all have a story, don't we? <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> yes. But those stories, they, they increase our awareness and it contributed to me looking at people in a more whole manner as well. You know, in my medical experience, people want to put things in a box. Well, I only work with this and I only address this. Mm -hmm. And through my story, I was able to really go, oh, all of these pieces are connected. And I suffered from digestive and sleep issues for as long as I can really remember. Yeah. And no one really knew I'd have reflux. And as a speech cognitive therapist, at one point, I started to lose my voice. Mm. But, you know, you keep going. <laughs> yes, I <we> do. <laughs> Just keep going. And so the body whispers and then it sort of pokes at you and then it nudges. And some of us really do need to be punched in the gut. And I continued and I did play when it started to affect my voice. I started to shift how I ate and being Southern and living in Georgia and not eating fried foods and everything. People definitely did take note of that. Um, And eventually I realized I may need to leave the South, although it's a great place to live and I love it. My family's still there. I just made a huge change and I moved to Colorado and I started, it gave me a clean slate Mm -hmm. to really look at what do I eat? What do I do that could be contributing to these ongoing issues that were gradually getting worse? But because I looked so good, Mm -hmm. Doctors would be like, you look fine. Yeah, yeah. And how many of us have heard that? Well, you look okay. You're super high functioning, right? You're going, yeah, but this isn't quite right. Like, I don't think this is... This is the optimal health here. (laughs) Right. And I eventually did. I kept tweaking my diet and I found out after many blood tests and multiple doctors that I had celiac. Mm -hmm. And so it explained so much as far as my childhood. Right. And it also, you know, but it didn't end there because there were still some issues. And then it turned out, oh, it's not just the food because I'd have a blood test and they're like, you're still eating gluten. Like, oh, no, no, I'm not. Like, I'm really not. Yeah. Say, well, it looks like you are when we look at your blood tests. Yeah. That was a wake up call to then go, okay, what am I putting on my body? Mm, Because obviously my largest organ, my skin Mm -hmm. is absorbing gluten from places. And so I see it as a progression, right? Like we keep learning. Yeah. You know, and so many people, because gluten-free is such a huge topic for so many right now. Can we just pause the story for a moment? This is my toxin terminator side coming out here. But tell me, what were some of the products that surprised you 
that gluten was in? Because we think of it being in food only. Right. Everything from shampoo, conditioner, lotion, soap, makeup, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Even dry shampoo. All Mm -hmm. these different things that are eventually absorbed into your system. You know, and I thought, oh, okay. So I started making my own products. Thanks. But it was surprising, right? To really go, oh, I'm going to need to read these labels right. with my magnifying glass. Um, you know, hello, what is that? Um, and I didn't, and eventually, you know, I kind of came up with the rule, if I can't pronounce it and it has 22 syllables, well, then I probably don't want to eat it or put it on my body. Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm right. so with you. But I, I just... I just wanted to pause there because it, it just, I hear so many people and I work with people all the time and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't eat gluten. You know, I'm like, well, you don't eat it, but how are you looking on your, at your other products that you're using? Um, you know, and it could, because if you're still having issues, you, you know, you might want to start taking a look at what you're putting on the body as well. And I've heard the science about how some physicians will say that the gluten molecules are too large to be absorbed by our skin, the epidermis. But I'm an example of, I was not eating anything and my numbers were still pretty high. Exactly. Where else was it coming from? Exactly. Exactly. And so, and I've heard people who are more sensitive have had that issue as well. And it was, you know, it was a journey to figure that out. And it requires advocating Mm -hmm. and checking yourself when you start to make stories. (laughs) And it also emphasized the importance of mindset to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because not only did I, do I work in the medical field, Mm -hmm. But I see the difference for us if we have a mindset of we are worth the investment Mm -hmm. to nourish ourselves. Mm -hmm. And at first, I didn't do that. I was a giver, a people pleaser. I would just take care of everyone else first. I would work all day long into the evenings, right? I'd skip lunch, not go to the bathroom. I know these are some of the things that other people have experienced too. Yes. And it, it was my, you know, wake up call. And I honestly, I was a little slow to the uptake. Some people are faster um, and that's okay. But between my journey and then really being present with so many of my clients on their transformation and healing journeys, mm-hmm. I saw that the foundation to healing really is a mindset of worthiness of investment, of advocating, and of trusting and believing that you can feel better. Yes. Yes. I, uh, one of the things that I had somebody tell me, I don't remember who, and I apologize, uh, early on, um, if there was something that I wasn't doing in my health journey and they'd say, well, but we've talked about this, you know, it was a coach of some sort, you know, talking with me and I'm like, I know, but I just, I just don't have the time or I just don't have this or whatever it is. And they said, stop, stop right there. Here's what I want you to say. I want you to say my health and overall wellness is not important to me. 
Oh, 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 I did not like having to say that out loud. Right. No, that just gave me chills. You know, and it's like when we don't, and that's that making ourselves a priority. That's saying I'm important. I'm worth this and shifting what I was saying instead of, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have, you know, it's no, my overall health and wellness is not a priority. Oh, that was powerful. That is powerful because when we can identify those thought patterns Mm -hmm. that are really underlying our actions, we can then create new thought patterns. Yes. Yes. You know, this is, wait a minute, my health and well-being is the most valuable thing to me. And when I'm in that space, then that goodness and that energy radiates out and I can guide and support other people. And not follow what my father always used to say, do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and you find when you shift that thinking into that realm, those decisions that you have to make become much easier. Donut, piece of fresh fruit. Hmm. (laughs) Right? Right. Give us that check-in, right? Well, one, am I even hungry at all? Am I actually thirsty? Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's oftentimes an issue. We're dehydrated yes. Yes. many times and we reach for food when really we need hydration. Right. And so, you know, but it does, it's, it's, that's why that little pause, that little check-in is so powerful because it lets us know like, okay, wait a minute. Yes, that donut looks fabulous, but I want to go have donuts tomorrow with my friends or with my family. I'll have Mm -hmm. the apple now and then I'll really enjoy that donut with them. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's a great plan. Right. But it just takes it back to us getting to choose and take ownership and fully participate and be in the driver's seat of our own lives. Absolutely. Okay, Melissa, how... Um, If you had one piece of advice that you could put out there to the listeners and, you know, we're speaking to the people who are just, maybe they're frustrated. Maybe they're where we were years ago. Maybe they're at a point where they know there's something going on in the body, but no one's listening to them, Um, you know, or they've started the journey of health and they're still not getting the results that they want to get. What piece of advice do you have that we can tell them? Oh, one piece. (laughs) I know I'm going to make it one. Maybe, maybe I'll give you two. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll decide. You let me know if I can share the breathe acronym, but I mean, do do. Well, we'll start there. So for my clients to make things more simple, to create a foundation of self-nourishment and self-care, and honestly, to create it for myself too, I took the word breathe. Mm -hmm. And one, if we can do nothing else, a nice, slow one to three breaths can just give us a little space to Mm -hmm. make more proactive decisions. But with that, you know, plus we know the benefits of of breath work and meditation. We won't go into that today, but it's important. Mm -hmm. And so I created this acronym with BREATHE. Mm -hmm. And 
I even have it on magnets and t-shirts where my clients can put it on their filing cabinets, on their desks, just to bring them back to basics. Because when we get scared, overstimulated, overwhelmed, even excited about good things, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to lose track of our toolbox and the tools that helped us feel strong and healthy. Right. And so with Breathe, the B is budget your time and energy. Think of it as money. Mm -hmm. It is so valuable. How do you want to spend it? Mm -hmm. R is rest and sleep. Those are priorities. That's how our body heals. That's how our mind restores memories, right? It's so important. The E is eating and nourishing yourself every three to four hours, like checking in. Mm -hmm. What you need. The A, and this is a kicker for some people, attend to one thing at a time. I get pushback on that one, but we will get more done. (laughs) There's a lot of research to show the importance of this and that multitasking isn't real. We can task switch, but we want to be careful. So we're more efficient and productive and we don't stress out our brains and our bodies when we attend to one thing at a time. Yes. The T is treat yourself with love and respect. The H is hydrate. Make sure we drink enough. A lot of times I have people who come to me and the brain fog lifts when they start drinking more. Yeah. Yes. And the E is exercise your brain and body. Mm-hmm. Get moving. Do things. Do new things. Like Just stretch it a little bit. But exercise is key for our mental and physical health. Ah, I love that. It's like a little checklist, right? So Mm -hmm. when things seem to just, you just don't feel right, we go back to basics and we pick one. Just pick one. Is it drinking a glass of water? Is it going for a walk? Is it noticing that we're juggling too many things at once and just picking one thing? Mm -hmm. Is that we're getting too critical in our mind and we're not treating ourselves with respect? You know, we treat our enemy nicer than we're treating ourselves. Right. Catch catch it. Notice it. Right. Right. So it's just a little checklist. We don't need to do it all at once. Right. Right. Back to basics and a foundation that really supports a healthy mind and a healthy body. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.